Hello world, it's the Ladies of Nerditude. My name's Francine. I'm Jill. And today we are celebrating the wonderfulness of moms. Aww. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to everyone that is a mom, knows a mom, is listening out there and uh, has a mom friend with them listening. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Yay. So we wanted to devote this episode to our favorite fictional and non-fictional moms because there are definitely some interesting patterns when it comes to moms in pop culture. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, we have awesome moms. Yeah. So I would like to take a moment and talk about our moms. Please do. And my mother-in-law as well because I have yeah, I don't have one. a mom and a mother-in-law. Okay. Go um, for it. Jill, tell us about your mom first. Uh, my mom is badass. <laughs> you love your mom. I do She's love awesome. my mom. She's one strong, independent lady, if there ever was one. She's definitely not afraid to speak her mind, but she is always there when I need her. And she's pretty wonderful. Huge fan. Um, <laughs> and she... Uh, she's not into the same nerdy things that I am, but we can definitely watch really terrible monster movies together. <laughs> nice. That's like our favorite thing. And she's, um, I'll have to put up a link sometime, but she has her own uh, card business, like a greeting card business. Yeah, that she was showing me. She's so good. Yeah, she makes these really beautiful handmade cards um, that she sells and... Uh, I don't know. She's just a very positive person, and she's awesome. And she raised an awesome daughter. Oh, That's the mark of a good stop. mom is when they raise did, yeah. a kick-ass – like, they're a woman <laughs> who raises a kick-ass woman. I feel like – that's like the badge of honor of being a great mom. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Tell us about your mom. So my mom is the most giving person that I have probably ever known, mm -hmm. which I feel like is a great role model to kind of like, you know, Good. she's always that person that will give of herself, like whatever she has or whatever she has access to, like she will give it to anybody that needs it. Mm -hmm. And I love that about her. Aww. I feel like she is just the most like generous, I will go without so that you can have type of person. Aww. And I, that's something that like I just think about that and it makes me a better person. Like to think about what my mom did for other people that we've known in our lives and for us, for like our family. Mm -hmm. It just, it inspires me to be a better person. And you do so. a really good job. Thank you. Um, so I try to like, you know, remember that and kind of, Re reflect that in my life um so that's really awesome and growing up my mom is totally a nerd like she's not a nerd for the same things that mm -hmm. i'm a nerd for either but she is a history nerd and like she loves education like she's a voracious reader and like a crossword puzzle doer so we like grew up fighting over the newspaper crossword mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing so she instilled in me a love of like language and a love of words and reading and writing and my fondest memories of childhood are like those family trips we would always go to a museum always find like a historic site and go and read like every sign and take every tour everywhere I, we ever went. I like want to hang out with your mom. <laughs> that is my mom's thing. That sounds really cool. Still, when she came to visit us and like my brother and my cousin were with her too and my dad, the one thing that she really wanted to do when she got here, she was like, I want to go to the Donner Party Museum. Good up choice. Up in Donner Pass. And everyone else was like, really? She made us all go and we had to go like read the sign on the monument and like go and take the museum tour. Like she was so excited. That's my mom in a nutshell. Like I She's feel like <laughs> if you needed to know what, who she was, that's who she is. She's always <laughs> the person that was like, let's go to Salem, Massachusetts and go to all the museums oh and God. read every street sign. Like that's yeah. my mom. And so awesome. it uh, helped make me who I am today because now I will still be like, oh, my gosh, is that a historic marker sign? Let's go read it. So <laughs> I, deal. Uh, I definitely picked that up from her. And I, I love that. I love my mom. <laughs> I love my mom, too. <laughs> I also have a mom-in-law. Nice. She's fabulous. She's wonderful. Tell us she more. She is uh, – she's a nerd for music. That's her thing. Okay. Like she is a music teacher. So she's a teacher and a mom. 
which is crazy. She raised oh. two rambunctious boys, which I could not do. Um, <laughs> and she did it uh, largely as a single mom, mm-hmm. which is really extra yeah. rough, like a single wow. mom with two boys, you know. And teaching. And, oh and a teacher, yeah, in a, like a middle school. She's a music teacher. Oh, I'm tired thinking so about I know, it. Right? And she just, she's another one that just gives of herself like all the time. She, you know, volunteers every opportunity there is to volunteer. She's the first one at school, in her town, like everywhere. She just will be like, oh, yeah, I have a spare five minutes. Let me go ahead and use that to help somebody else. So I really appreciate that. And she, yeah, she just... She raised a great son. I married him. Um, he's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. And she has another son who has Down syndrome mm-hmm. who just went to his prom. And she posted oh. the cutest pictures of him and his little tux going to prom. And you can just see how much she loves her kids and like both her own children and the kids that she teaches. She mm-hmm. treats them all like her kids. And Cute. that's awesome. She's a great mom. Aww. <laughs> Way to be. I know. We have such good influences in our lives. Hell yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> All right. Now that we've talked about how awesome our moms are. <laughs> now that we've glowed about our real life yeah. moms. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about how cool my mom is. Um, and she is. Um, we have a list of moms from TVs, movies, books. Mm-hmm. Some good. Some good. Some <laughs> not. Some good role models for motherhood. Some scary role models for motherhood. Yeah. Um, truth be told, there wasn't really a lot of well-represented moms to choose yeah. from. It seems like there's some mom tropes that we kept falling into. Yeah. So first, I guess we would like to point out, hey, Hollywood, be cool <laughs> if we had some more Cool, positive female role model, mother mm-hmm. type people. Just yeah. saying. Um, you can be a mom and still be a badass, awesome person. And have a first name. And have a first name. <laughs> Not just no. Mrs. Married Last Name. Yeah. So, which mom <laughs> would you like to start with? Um, Let's start with two of your favorite fictional moms, uh, Morticia Adams from The Adams Family oh. and Lily Munster from The Munsters. I... Love them so yes. much because they have first names. They have first names, <laughs> Morticia and Lily. Um, I like creepy things. Yeah. Um, and they were both such wonderful, and especially for the time period, which mm-hmm. was the early 1960s, they were some of the best moms on TV. Yeah. I think because they were involved with their kids' lives. Mm-hmm. They were actually in love with their husbands mm-hmm. and they had an active parenting role. Yeah. Um, they weren't just there to look pretty mm-hmm. and or to like clean and yeah. cook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, Morticia in particular is my favorite because she um, she goes out of her way to cheer her kids up when mm-hmm. they're sad or she's the one who goes down to the school and tells the teachers what for yeah and scares the hell out of mm-hmm. the teachers um and she sticks up for her kids weirdness yeah she's weird too and she's like no we're weird that's what's awesome about us yeah and i loved that because mm-hmm. it was like no be weird and yeah. to me that's a better very to be weird thing. yeah yeah being normal is boring as we see with like the kids that she kind of looks askance at and is like what's wrong with you yeah but (laughs) when wednesday and pugsley have friends over who are normal kids Mm -hmm. she doesn't judge them or anything she more like gets after their parents and Mm -hmm. says your your kids want to go out in the backyard and play with the crocodile Mm -hmm. let them like they want to be here because we let them be weird and like be kids kudos to someone who can keep gomez adams in line that's true she's a strong woman Yes, and I also enjoyed Angelica Houston's portrayal of her in mm-hmm. the live action movies from the 90s where she was it was the same thing. She she did what she had to do to make the family cohesive and she went to work. Yeah, when they lost all their money and <laughs> when everything. When they were living in that motel. She's the one who goes out and gets a job mm-hmm. while Gomez mopes around and and cries and mm-hmm. watches Gilligan's Island like <laughs> which is awesome. But she does she's for her out. family. She's out there working yeah. that temp agency job. Yeah, and she she's part of the 
the um, PTA mm-hmm. and all these things. And I, I love it because she's so active. Mm-hmm. And she's a great modern mom. She does not let other moms push her around or they don't get to tell Wednesday what to do. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And Lily Munster was, to me, quite obviously the head of the family. <laughs> oh, yes. She's the alpha female in yeah, that household. She like lets Herman think that he's in charge. <laughs> she's holding um, it all together though. But yeah, she's the one who's always like trying to make sure that the this week's crazy antics are under control <laughs> and everything. And I just I loved her hair. It was so cool. And um she was another no nonsense, like no one's gonna put down my family kind of person. And I just really love both of those ladies so they're awesome moms mm-hmm. yeah did you watch either of those shows i love the adams family i wasn't so into the monsters as a kid that one's i think you have to kind of grow up with that one because yeah. it is really really campy but i did um, definitely watch the adams family and i loved the the movies the like reboot <sighs> i thought they did a great job those are some of my favorites and i like the cartoon too Yes. I had that cartoon for a while. Oh, yes, yes. Awesome. I watched that every Saturday yeah. morning. All the, like, incarnations are really, they're fun and they're, like, really mm-hmm. good. And they're all different in, a, in like, a lot of ways. But the characters are very cohesive throughout oh, yes. the whole thing. And I like that. Yes. I, I think they're two of my favorite fictional yeah. moms. And Morticia's mom was pretty cool, too. Grandmama. Well, sometimes she's Morticia's mom. Sometimes she's Gomez's mom. Oh, is she go? Which one is she in the movies? In the movies, she is Morticia's mom. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, in the TV show, she is Gomez's mom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because like in the, let me nerd for you. For <laughs> um, I forgot because Go for it. I the Adams family is like one of my favorite fandoms. But like um, when Charles Adams, Chaz Adams created the cartoons, they didn't have names and they weren't really related. They were they were called the Adams family mm. because they were his family of characters. Sure. And then when they came to him and they said, we want to make a TV show out of this, he said, okay. And he figured out how they were related. Mm. And he gave them all names. So he, and then I think, oh, uh, John Aston, who played the original Gomez Adams in the TV show, he got to pick Gomez's name. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so awesome. He gave him like two choices and he picked Gomez. And um, Good choice. Yeah. And then he, like, he gave Morticia her name because it's like so creepy and mm-hmm. like deadly and everything. So, um, but originally the, the grandma, the grandmama, she was the crazy witch from down the street. And so um. they made her into Gomez's mom. Mm-hmm. And then in the movies, she was, for, for no reason that I know of, she became Morticia's mom. I liked her as Morticia's mom. Yeah. I thought that was really cool because it was like a strong family of women. Yeah. Because you had Grandmama, Morticia, and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I liked that they were like yeah. the matriarchs of the household. I yeah. thought that was a good choice yeah. for the movie. Then they changed around like how Fester was related and mm-hmm. stuff like that too. But it got a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sidebar. Sidebar. <laughs> Sometimes we just get to talking. Oh, yeah. Happens. Um, in kind of the same line, but a very different side of that line, I love Peg from Edward Scissorhands. Oh, yeah. I think she is like a, she's the bizarre mom who like gathers extra kids in the Mm -hmm. house, but she's so sweet. She has such good intentions. She's so accepting and she's so giving. I love that about her as a mom. Like here she is. She's got a job. She's like a working lady with a, uh, you know, a little family that she keeps in line and like kind of keeps everyone in the neighborhood. Like she's kind of keeping everything together. And then she finds this weird orphan dude. And what does she say? Do you want to come home with me? <laughs> like immediately. Oh, you know, she's up there selling Avon products yeah. or whatever. In the creepiest house ever. Finds him in like the attic in like a... Like a straw alone? bed. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and like bring you home like a stray puppy. I just love her. I love how she supports Edward through the whole movie mm-hmm. and how she's like, oh, you like to cut hair? Okay, why don't you cut my hair? And then when nobody else wants to cut, wants him to cut their hair, she's like, you can cut my hair again, even though she has like no hair left at that point. <laughs> I just love her. I feel like she's a strong mom in a totally different way. Oh, yeah. She's also a hilarious, like, spin on a 50s housewifey type oh, mom, yeah. which I thought was awesome. Like, 
Tim Burton doing a, a 50s mom is just hilarious. <sighs> oh, Tim. So I, I really enjoy her as a mom. Yeah, she's, she's cute. She's awesome. And she's very strong in her own way. She which is. Which I like. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about maybe a not so great mom, but like a good mom, but not in the way that you would want your mom to be, hopefully. Pam Voorhees from Friday the 13th. Oh my gosh. <laughs> great mom. Dedicated. Very supportive. Uh, <laughs> very involved. Yeah, she uh, she definitely, you know, wants to pick up where her son left. I don't even know how to put that. I don't. She wants to, uh, yeah, carry on his legacy slash avenge well, him. Well, she slash. certainly wanted to avenge him. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't. She, her heart was in the right place. I mean, kind of. She kind, loved her son. Kind of in the right. Maybe not the murder part, but uh, dedicated. Yeah, I would she, call she her loved, dedicated. She loved her son. She, um, she didn't want it to end where it ended. <laughs> Uh, no. So, you know, she devoted herself to fixing that in a very interesting way. She sure did. <laughs> Lots of gore. Yeah, but, you know, she, she had a first name. She's she a did. strong character. She's surprising. <laughs> she, she killed you know? Kevin Bacon. I think, yeah. I mean, maybe not the mom I aspire She's to be. She's physically strong, apparently. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, maybe not the mom you want to be, but no, not a role model mom. However, <laughs> however, very notable fictional mom. I think so. I agree. <laughs> uh, kind of along the same lines, we can talk about <laughs> Carrie's mom. Oh my gosh! <laughs> while we're on the subject, yeah, while we're on the horror moms of um, uh, horror moms, again, not a mom that's a role model mom. No, definitely not at all. Definitely not. Um, also, didn't have a name. That I yeah. know of. No, I, when I read Carrie, uh, she just calls her mom just or mother. Just Carrie's mom, yeah. Yeah, and I think everybody else calls her Mrs. whatever their last name mm-hmm. is. Um, she does not have... She doesn't have a first name. A first name. What's up with that? Uh, I would not call her a good mom. I think that uh, she no? thought she was being a good mom. I mean, she probably thought so, yeah, but I don't think anybody would agree with her. Yeah, no. I think from the outside looking Least of all, in, Carrie. Yeah. From the outside looking in, she is definitely not a good mom. No, she's um, a unstable, disturbed mom. Yeah, she's abusive too, like emotionally abusive, physically abusive. Not a good mom um, when you're on the outside looking in. And, you know, she did definitely go a long way towards – she was a big influence on Carrie becoming the person that she becomes, but not for the good. Like not in a uh, good way. No. You know? <laughs> so – no. She definitely shows us uh, a different side of of being a mom. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. She's a single mom. You know, that's rough, too. So Yeah. Now, remind me, though, was Carrie's father a person she was married to or was she a rape victim um i feel like for some reason in my mind she like carrie was unwanted i she has a half sibling in one of the sequels she gets like a half sister oh see i didn't see the sequels yeah and i know that the mom like white is the dad's name so they were married oh because she did take the dad like they the whole family has the dad's name oh uh, I'm a big Stephen King fan. That I think I think later they did give her a name too, but I don't know what it was. See, I've only yeah. read the book. I don't. I think they give her a name like later, like in one of the offshoots or something. Uh-huh. They give her a name. Um, but she was definitely married. Um, okay. But maybe I'm I thinking of a different the, fictional mom. Yeah, she she definitely has like hangups about motherhood. Yeah, because she that's like, why I was thinking. Yeah, that maybe like because to become a mother you have to have sex, and apparently that's the worst thing in the world. Being a female, 
you know, like uh, birthing a child, like having your whole. Um, I'm good. <laughs> like, so she definitely has like a complex about that. And she tries to like hide the fact that she's a woman, like physically because she's so religious and so right. fanatical. You know, she's all like, don't wear form fitting clothing because that's sinful. Don't like do your hair because that's sinful. You know, like punish your body because it's horrible and you should hate yourself. Not the best mom. Maybe don't invite her to a party. <laughs> yeah, not the best mom. Um, but yeah, she uh, definitely is a dedicated mom. Certainly. It's like her whole life is like involved. Like, you know, the only things that we really see about her, we know she has a job because she works at a laundromat. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like we never see her really do anything that doesn't involve her daughter. That's true. So she is dedicated. She's committed. Should be committed. Uh, yeah, but not not a very good mom role model, I would say. I I have another <laughs> horror mother. Yay! My personal favorite, <laughs> Mrs. Bates. Yes, the actual Mrs. Bates. Either one. And then the <laughs> fake Norma Bates. Fake Norma Bates. Who lives inside Norman Bates's head. Yes. Uh, from Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, again, not the mom you want to be, but... No, not the mom you want to have. <laughs> definitely a notable fictional mother because you want to talk about a story that was all about how mom could mess you up. That's true. That's true. It's a very mom-oriented story. A uh, very mom-oriented story uh, based off of the sad, sad, true story of Edward Gein, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and his mother problems, but... <laughs> Um, it's interesting because not so much in Psycho, the movie, but if you watch Bates Motel, which is, mm-hmm. is over now and I don't know what to do with myself. I'm um, still not caught up, but go ahead. Okay. No spoilers. <laughs> in that show, you get to see the real Mrs. Bates, Norma, who's a very nice, dedicated, caring mother. Yeah. She, she, who uh, just maybe takes it a little too far. Yeah, she's a little crazy, but she has... Good. What she would see as good intentions. Everything is to protect Norman. Yeah. She so. she dedicated her whole life to him. Sure did. <laughs> for better or for worse. I'm going to go with for worse. For worse. Um, but. And uh, then there's the version of her that lives in his head. And she's not as good. Um, <laughs> that's the murdery side of Norman. So I think she is definitely worth a mention because... Uh, you know, you, I hear the word mother and I think Norma. Because, like, I call my mom mom. I've always called her mom. But, like, whenever I hear the word mother, that you is, like, of- what I think. <laughs> I think, like, Norma Bates. That's hilarious. Like, <laughs> I don't just, maybe I'm messed up. I don't know. No, I get it. Because they have that, like, intonation to the word. And it's mother. hard to separate it in mm-hmm. your head once it's, like, planted in there. It's hard oh, yeah. to get it out. Mother, what did you do? <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of weird to call your mom like mother. Mother that way, like the the sort of implication in that word, the way that they use it, mm-hmm. it's it's creepy. It is. It's weird. It is. <laughs> what what mom's up next? Um well, we might as well talk about the last like creepy mom that we had on the list. <laughs> um, she's not even really a mother, but Mrs. Lovett from Sweeney Todd. Oh, also yeah. doesn't have a first name. Adopted mother. Um, yeah. But oh, yeah, she's mm-hmm. like she's the person that wishes she was a mom and never got to be a mom, which I think is really sad. Um, explains a lot about her. Yeah, it kind of like informs everything about her character. So she's definitely a character that's defined by motherhood. In that she like lacks that in her life. And so she does some really crazy things to try to like get to be a mother. Yes. And so she's like a, I wish I was a mom. So I'm going to create a family for myself in my head, even though it doesn't really exist. Um, She does take in that orphan boy, which is really sweet. But then they kind of screw him up, which is really sad. Kind (laughs) of. You know. Kind of screwed up. Yeah, she tries to be like the the pinnacle of motherhood. She like, but everything is twisted in a weird way. So she's like trying to be giving and providing, but to do so, she advocates murder. 
<laughs> you know, like it's, uh, she's trying to embody motherhood and all of the qualities that she sees as important to being a mother, mm-hmm. but it comes out all twisted and weird. Yeah. She's trying to put together a family because she also wants to be married to Sweeney, mm-hmm. which she's not. <laughs> and she doesn't uh, get to be. That doesn't work out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you can tell that she's driven by, I want to be in a wife and a mother mm-hmm. and she's trying to cobble that together and creepily as possible. <laughs> as creepily as possible. <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot about her that says mom to me. Like when I think about fictional moms, I think of her, which is really weird because she's not a mom. So I had to put her on the list. Yeah. No, fair. Uh, she's got a special relationship to motherhood. Oh, she sure does. <laughs> I feel like is worth talking about. Um, so now let's move on to moms that we like. Hey, I liked Mo- Morticia. And oh, yeah, Lily. yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 started with moms that we liked, and then we kind of circled around to like creepy, not so great moms. Yeah. And now we'll we'll come. Let's come back around okay. to to the good moms okay. that we like. Let's do that. Um, how do you feel about Mrs. Gump from Forrest I- Gump? First of all, I'm a little upset she doesn't have a first name. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, I know that the story is about Forrest. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he wouldn't have called her by her first name. And he wouldn't have, you know. Yeah. But I mean, like, come on. Somewhere in the book or the movie, you could have slipped it on there somehow. I don't know. Somebody whatever. calls her by her first name at some point. But I thought she was a wonderful mom. She was. Because she, I mean, considering the time period. Mm-hmm. She is a single mother, and I don't remember what happened to Mr. Gump. I think he died. Did he die? I don't... I thought it was either he died or he left her. I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like he died, but I'm not sure if that's true. He might have left her. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, Bad me. Regardless, there is no Mr. Gump in the story. Yeah, she's a single mom. She's a single mom at a time when that would be incredibly difficult, and especially in Alabama. Mm -hmm. That's not fun. Yeah. And then to have a special needs kid yeah, at that time. She had a really rough time of it, but she did everything and everyone that she needed to in order to get Forrest the education Mm -hmm. she felt he deserved. She sacrificed everything for him. She she gave everything for him. And just like beyond that, the way that she talked to Forrest Mm -hmm. was wonderful. And she's like, "Don't don't ever let anyone think you're less than them. And... When he had like the leg braces and she yelled at that guy in the middle of the street who Mm -hmm. was staring at them. And she's like, haven't you ever seen a little boy with braces on his legs before? She stuck up for her kid. And I was like, damn. She's a formidable mom. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's always there for him. She can always come back to her. Like even when he grows up and like Mm -hmm. goes off on his adventures, he like his mom becomes like a touchstone for him to come back to. And that's why it's so heartbreaking when she dies. Um, But even then she like provided for him because she got the bed and breakfast house like clear so she could leave it for him so he could always have a home to come back to. Really, really sweet story. Mm -hmm. It's a great mom. Oh, yeah. And just a really strong woman, too. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. She's great. Sally Field, good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like in the realm of strong moms, we have to talk about Molly Weasley. Duh. Talk about a strong head of the household. Like, when you have Fred and George as children, I feel like you are the mom superhero of the world. Well, them, Full stop. Them plus all of their siblings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. And then she went and took on extra kids too. Yeah. Like, you know, hey, Harry, you're my son's friend from school. Hermione, why don't you guys come over for dinner? We don't already have nine people to feed. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and I mean, they had no money. So it was like, it really was something mm-hmm. that she didn't consider the money. Yeah. They be- always had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They always had a warm home. They always had food. It was always happy and it was always loving. No she matter what. She made them all those sweaters. <laughs> she made them all those sweaters. Like she was always the one to provide a home. Really the only home outside of Hogwarts that Harry had. Yeah. She she was the closest thing to mom that he ever had. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, like the quality of how she still cared for her children with minimal resources. Mm-hmm. Like 
all of the Weasleys knew that they were loved. Yeah. Even if Ron felt a little overlooked here and there, <laughs> he still knew that, like, he still got a sandwich, even if mm-hmm. it was corned beef and he didn't like it. And he still got a sweater mm-hmm. and all these things. And then she went and killed Bellatrix Lestrange. Right? She's a badass witch, yeah, too. Yeah, she's like... like you're not going to fucking touch my daughter. Mm-hmm. She's not so. only a mom. She's a pure br- pure blood witch mm-hmm. who is badass. Oh, yeah. Like, we know she uses her magic for, like, domestic charms and things like that, like washing the dishes and everything like that now. But she showed that she's a fighter. Mm-hmm. And she's brave. And she would sacrifice for her family. And she's going to jump in and be on the front lines when it's about the people that she loves. Absolutely. Which I love that about her. Oh, my God. She's so cool. She's not the best mom-in-law, maybe, because she didn't really get along with Fleur. But she did later, though. She did later, yes. She just didn't really like. But she still respected her son's choice, and she was still like, I'm going to try to get along with this girl. (laughs) She tried, which I appreciate. I feel like she always tries to do the best. But even at the base of that, it was because she was worried that her son was being taken advantage of. Yeah. Because here's this beautiful little (laughs) yeah um and that was when he was working at Gringotts wasn't it Mm -hmm. yeah so she thought that he wanted or she that Fleur wanted Bill's money and that that she was afraid that he was that she was going to leave him after he got attacked like oh she'll never be able to love him anymore because now he has like scars on his face and and he uh you know like likes to eat raw meat like things like that yeah. like he's got this residual werewolfiness about him so she was afraid for her kid but then there's Fleur standing by her man and I feel like that <laughs> kind of changed their relationship because at that point she could really see why they made sense together yeah so she learned and she grew mm-hmm. and that's really sweet and I hear she makes a kick-ass cake when it's your birthday yeah so <laughs> she's a pretty awesome mom hell yeah she's one of my favorites I think she's a great role model for motherhood. Absolutely. Love her. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Sarah Connor from the Terminator movies. Please do. Talk about a badass mom. Literally goes to the ends of the earth and like just forever stands between her son and everyone that's trying to hurt him. She is a single mom. She, uh, it was a very complicated story of how she's a single mom and all that kind of stuff. Aliens. Time travel. (laughs) Time travel uh, and robots. But she knows that her son is destined to be the savior of humanity. Literally. Damn. Um, So she has this imperative like to protect him and to make sure that he gets to the point in his life that he needs to be at in order to make the future come true. This causes everyone else to think that she's insane. Naturally. <laughs> so she gets put into a mental asylum, and by the second movie, she's in uh, a psychiatric hospital, which she then very violently escapes from <laughs> because she's got shit to do. <laughs> and she I knows. got time for this. Yeah, she's like, I, I know. I have to like get out. I can't be here. I'm going to get killed. My son's going to get killed. We need to go. So she rolls with the punches and can take on anything. She's a badass mom. She can put together a gun and fix a car like no one I know. Um, And she just, she's a fighter for her son, even though it wasn't necessarily something that she would have chosen as a life for herself. It gives her purpose and it makes her important. Motherhood defines her in a very specific way. Mm -hmm. And I think the love for her kid, like as much as she doesn't always say it, because she's one of those, like, it doesn't matter, feelings, blah, kind of people. <laughs> Stupid feelings. But you can see how much she loves her son through her actions. Yeah. Which I appreciate. And I, I love her for that. No. She gives me warm fuzzies in a really weird way. Because <laughs> she's super violent and murders a lot of people. But That's like, so sweet. <laughs> I know. But it's all for a good purpose. It's all for, like, the love of her son. And, yeah. the, and saving humanity. Hi. Yo, That's kind well, of important. Yeah, I think so. So, <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah Connor. You're a great role model. Just don't murder people, okay? Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about Kitty Foreman oh, from that God. 70s show. 
a totally different kind of mom. I love Kitty Foreman <laughs> and her little laugh. She's oh my a great God. mom. Oh my God. She she's a sassy mom. Like that's what I love about her. And I think going back to talking about my mom, uh, when when I was growing up, we used to watch that 70s show together. And she loved Kitty because she thought she was cool. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> there's some influence I there, think I feel. There's a there's a connection of some sort, but Kitty just cracked me up because she she was she'd put red in line. Yeah, and that's hard. Which is not easy. Yeah, she had a hard, she had a challenging relationship. Yeah, and I loved when she would fight with the neighbors, Bob and Midge. Uh-huh. And it was just she was just so funny. And I love when yeah. she would just she She's another one who took in kids that weren't hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a great mom to the whole group. Yeah, she took in Hyde and Fez for a little while and mm-hmm. Jackie when she was living in the basement. Uh, whether or not Kitty knew that all the time, but <laughs> it's okay. She definitely took on Hyde. She's always there to like feed everybody and take care of everybody. Well, yeah, and then Red tried to kick Hyde out a couple of times, and mm-hmm. Kitty was like, "No, he is not." leaving this house she loves her kids even the kids that aren't biologically hers but on the other hand she was also (laughs) calling her daughter like a slut (laughs) her relationship with her daughter it's complicated i feel like she's a little disappointed in her daughter but it was just like how she would say it and it would still sound really sweet and she'd be like oh honey maybe it's because you're not wearing any clothes right now (laughs) like she was trying to guide her daughter in the best way she knew how and i just love that she was also a mom who didn't care if you saw that she was stressed out Mm -hmm. and that her job as a mom was hard yeah she i mean it made her drink quite a bit and they kind of played it as a joke (laughs) haha but like I would laugh so hard when she would be pouring all the tequila into the blender while she was yelling at She's the like, kids. Listen, it's been a rough day, guys. Like, and you could see because that's that's really real. Yeah, or that, the like, stress of a mom. The Thanksgiving one where I think it was like Red's mom came over and she didn't like the mashed potatoes or something mm-hmm. stupid. Like, she's like, "Well, you can make your own damn mashed potatoes then," and like storms out of the room. And I was like. Yeah. that's something my mom might do. She's a mom, which is awesome. Yeah, she's a mom and she's a real person. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I liked that she didn't try to hide that she couldn't be perfect. Mm-hmm. And she would put on her bathrobe and she would just go upstairs and drink tequila. <laughs> and it's just, Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. It's so, real. I love Kitty. She's a great character and she's she's a really good mom. Yeah, and she's a really she, did good a, mom. she did a wonderful job. Yeah, she's another one. Raised some... Raise a good little pack of scamps. Yeah. That's for sure. And I liked when she would interact with Kelso, too. That was always <laughs> funny. She's like, oh, honey. <laughs> Get your shit together. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> that little voice that she had. Oh, my God. She's a great mom, though. Really yeah. good mom. Um, I want to talk about... Uh, well, okay. Let's talk hmm. about Evie from The Mummy. Oh, yes. Because talk about a strong mom who will... Go to the ends of the earth. Uh, literally. For her kid. Like, first for her her man. Mm-hmm. And then subsequently for her kid. Just so committed to her family. And her family is so important to her. And she's so brave and smart. And she's beautiful. And she can be, like, the, the woman who's in love with her husband. And the great mom. And the super kick-ass archaeologist. Like, all at the same time. Yeah, with her former life as a kick-ass Egyptian princess. Yeah, right? Like, she just has it all. She's, I mean... She holds it all together. For reals. It's a stressful life. It's not easy. Lives. There's lives. <laughs> There's always some kind of hijinks going on. Yeah. That's, like, threatening to murder someone and, like, unleash evil on the world. So that's a big responsibility. And then you have a little boy who's, like, super... Who's half <sighs> Brendan Fraser's character. Yeah. Hi. That's going to be a challenge. Little hooligan. Right? Always getting into trouble and, you know, like awakening ancient curses and stuff. Don't put on bracelets that look. I, I mean, really? You know. But isn't that so something that either one of them would have done? Yeah. Oh, look at this shiny thing. I'm just going to like try yeah. it on. Yeah. No, so I feel like. Don't he, do that. Yeah. But then they, they had to go save him, which she does. She sticks up for her family. She even loves her dumbass brother who's a jerk. <laughs> Like she <laughs> is pretty lovable though. <laughs> She's a wonderful mom. I think that she grew into the role of a mom throughout the series, which I loved. Yes. And I, I thought the 
the sort of firm yet loving and really smart hand with which she parented Mm -hmm. was awesome as well, especially for the time period that the movies are set in. She's like such a modern mom. Oh, yeah. Which I, I really enjoy. Running around wearing pants. Right. Riding a horse. What the shit? She is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Reading. It's crazy. Wielding a sword. She like, had a degree. Yeah. She, I mean, she's a great role model for women and for moms. Like, first oh, yeah. she was a great role model for women, and then she turned into a great mom, too. Oh, so yeah. they just, like, added that onto her character. Mm-hmm. I just love her. Forever and always. She's, oh, yeah. She's a great character and a great mom, mm-hmm. which I love. And we also, I feel like, uh, since you and I are such big Buffy fans. Oh, my God. Let's talk about Joyce. So, at first, I didn't like Joyce. Ditto. Yeah. Which you're not supposed to because Mm -hmm. the story is told from Buffy's point of view. Right. What 16-year-old girl doesn't roll their eyes at their mom, (laughs) especially when you're a slayer? Yeah. You got shit to do, and your mom doesn't understand, and you can't tell her, and she's just like, how come you're failing? (laughs) And you're like, Mom, I'm trying to save the world. Yeah. And when she would go through her little phases of like trying to get more involved with Buffy's life and she was, but she was doing it in like a really weird way. Yeah. Instead of what I felt was a genuine way, it was kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. But then later on, she's a really cool mom. Yeah. I think that she grows into the role of like a Slayer's mom. It's rough. It's not a smooth transition. Like that Buffy gets in trouble when she tells her that she's the Slayer. Yeah. Can you just, have you thought about not being the Slayer? <laughs> Can't Faith go be the Slayer? She Her life's already messed up. Like, but she's a single mom, which is hard. And the way that she became a single mom also, I feel like, gives her a lot of baggage. You know, with like the dad leaving them and like Buffy being a troubled child as they're going through this divorce. From Joyce's perspective, Buffy's like life is falling apart. Little does she know, Buffy's being like called as the Slayer at that time, and and that's part of the stress of the divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that once she sort of accepts that Buffy is the Slayer, and she realizes that like that means that she's not going to be who she thought her daughter was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like she has to accept that, and that's a journey for her. Like ha- going from having a teenage daughter to having like a daughter that's an adult. Yeah. That transition is hard. And I feel like they really showed that in what became a genuine way. Like, obviously, she was still a character. She's still somewhat archetypal. So she's going to do some things that are ridiculous. It's just for the story. Yeah. But I think that when they had those moments, like when she sticks up for her daughter and she hits Spike with that axe. That was amazing. (laughs) She's like, get the hell off my daughter. That to me was like her pinnacle of momhood. Yeah, and then I liked that when Spike came over to kill Buffy, <laughs> she's like offering him the hot chocolate marshmallows. Let's talk and about your ex. Yeah, there's a mom. There's a mom who's kind of in a really weird way taking on another kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least being motherly to someone who lost his mom. Yeah, and like, yeah, you're mothering this like 130 year old vampire. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, do you have any of those little marshmallows? And she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, honey, let me go. Yeah. And he like lets her tell her mom's story about work and like he laughs at it. And like, oh, like as their relationship develops over the course of the seasons, I think that he likes having her as a mom, like as a surrogate mom. So he thinks she's a good mom. And that's really sweet. Yeah. She's also a good mom figure to like Xander, whose mom is kind of terrible. Kind like of. she's a good surrogate mom to him because that's a place he knows like he can go and he'll be safe from like the yelling and the fighting mm-hmm. and all of that. So I feel like that gives him a sanctuary with a mom figure. He has some weird feelings about her, but what teenage boy doesn't have weird feelings about people? Yeah, true. <laughs> you and know, well, she's kind of um, a little bit of Willow's mom, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Willow's mom is crazy in a whole different way. Oh yeah, trying to burn her at stake and stuff. <laughs> Although Buffy was involved, or Buffy's mom was involved in that too. Yeah. <laughs> Who started Moo? That's true. Just saying. <laughs> Great Forgot acronym, about Moo. mom. Forgot about <laughs> but I do think that by the time she leaves the show, um, it's a sad moment 
when Buffy and Don leave, lose their mom. Absolutely, it's sad. You know, and like that really shows the depth of feeling that you end up having for her. Mm -hmm. Which I appreciate. It kind of like shows you how deeply everyone felt for her as a mom by that point in the show. Yes. So she's a good mom in the end. Yeah, Yeah, she's a net good mom. She has her moments, but she's a good mom. Um, did you have any other moms that you wanted to talk about specifically? Uh, when we were kind of talking about like kind of older-ish movies uh, earlier, I thought about Mrs. Brody from Jaws. Yeah. She is a good mom. She is a good um, mom. I don't – she has a first name and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But she um, she's the one who tries to stay positive while um, – they're kind of transitioning into life on Amity Island. Yeah. And her husband's having a hard time. And the kids are kind of like, uh, they're having a hard time making friends. And she's just like this positive force. And mm-hmm. she's the one who's like, yeah, you got to go kill that shark. Threatening because, her family. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and she she's the one who goes out looking for her kid when they're like screaming there's a shark in the bay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought she, she was a pretty good mom. I feel like I wish she would have been highlighted a little bit more in the movie, Yeah, but she was a good mom. She is a good mom. She's a strong mom and she's a good like centering force for her family during a time of crisis. Several crises, <laughs> which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. There's one other mom that I wanted to mention. I know you just now are getting into the Dresden Files, so I'm not going to give you any, yes, any spoilers, but If you're a fan of the Dresden Files, Charity freaking Carpenter is like the best mom ever. You're going to love her. I'm excited. Not to give too much away. She's super strong. They have a huge family with a ton of kids and she does a great job of like wrangling everybody and like every kid feels loved and every kid like has their favorite foods and like she's a great sort of mom of like a tribe of kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's sort of like a surrogate mom to Dresden, too, because he doesn't Aww. like he's this grumpy, like grown man and he's best friends with her husband. So they're like all kind of the same age. Aww. And yet he'll come over and she'll be like, are you hungry? Let me sit. Oh, you got a cut. Let me go ahead and clean that up for you. Like, but she'll also <laughs> slap him upside the head and be like, you're an idiot. Well, you, gotta do that. <laughs> you know, and I love that about her. And she's a fierce warrior the woman makes weaponry and armor in her spare time but she also like sews clothes and like cooks okay. and cleans and like she's just I'm a excited great, she's a great mom i love her character and i feel like that's the kind of mom i want to be like she is my role model for momhood because she does it all and she's got a tough situation as the stories unfold mm-hmm. she never loses her her inner strength And, like, her faith in her family and her faith in her God and everything are, like, really important to her. And I I love that about her. I just – I feel like she's a great, genuine character. I had to bring her up. Great mom. The last mom that I could think of who's not a good mom. Uh Uh-oh. Are we ending on a sour note? (laughs) Okay, let me think of another one then. No, it's okay. (laughs) Okay, I got – okay, I got got two. Okay, sour note. Mallory Archer. (laughs) You know, I yeah, she's a bad mom. <laughs> Slash Lucille Bluth because they're basically the same. That's true. They even look they even well, look alike. Well, because the woman who plays Lucille Bluth also is the voice of Mallory mm-hmm. Archer. And they made the character yeah. like the animated um, character. But yeah, like her. just I, I get a kick out of her because she's like anti mom. She's like a terrible mom. <laughs> but she doesn't even care. Yeah. She's like, what? But she still really loves her son. In, in a, a weird way. In a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the last uh, really good mom that I could think of was uh, Wilma Flintstone. Yeah, she's a great mom. Betty Rubble. They're both great moms. Yeah. Especially Betty. Because Betty has Bam Bam, and Bam Bam's not the easiest child. <sighs> well, and, yeah, when your name is Bam Bam. You I know, mean, like, he's not an easy child to, to deal with and to raise, but she's very loving, and she's always yeah. a great mom. That's true. Um, so, any ending thoughts? I'm going to bring up one more mom that I just thought of. Okay. Marion from Indiana Jones. Oh. In the fourth movie, she is a mom. It's true. And she's a fabulous mom. 
She is. She's a great mom. So I just she had to bring is. her up because she's the kind of mom I would want to be. She's an awesome mom. Oh. She doesn't take any crap. <laughs> I like. I I did think of one last one. Oh yay! We're just like throwing them in at the end. Yeah. Um, the moms on Modern Family. Yeah, they're great. Well, uh, Claire's a little crazy. I mean, Claire's but. a little crazy, but I was particularly thinking of Gloria. She's a great mom. Um, she's wonderful with with Manny, her mm-hmm. little old soul son. <laughs> and oh, when she talks to him, oh Manny, and like oh my god, mm-hmm. she's adorable. And then they've got Joe, mm-hmm. the little baby, and she's just yeah. wonderful with both of them. And she's um, pretty motherly to. Mm-hmm her nieces and nephews yeah and before she became her grandkids her grandkids grandkids, yeah yeah and before she became a wife and a mom she was a single mom Mm -hmm. with manny and she was like working at a hair salon to make ends meet yeah to like make sure he could buy the like little ascots that he loves and like also put food on the table and pay rent she's Mm -hmm. got a great story like her journey of motherhood is is awesome yeah yeah I wish that we had a few more diverse moms on here, but they don't really show up a lot. Yeah, and it's hard to think of like... I mean, there was Claire Huxtable, but I'm going to be honest and say that I didn't watch the Cosby show, um, but she was on a lot of lists that mm-hmm. we were kind of like researching through. Um, but hopefully things are turning around for Hollywood moms. Yeah. If you know of any other moms that we didn't get to mention or that we left off and you're like, oh, how dare you leave off so-and-so, mm-hmm. let us know. Tell us. Yeah. Tweet us. Let's, Ladies nerditude. Yeah. Let's celebrate moms. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about next week? Next week. Ooh, next week is actually our pre-season two review of Winona Earp season one. I am so excited. On sci-fi. Yeah. I am so excited. So, I'm glad that you watched this show. I did. I binged it. It's only 13 episodes, guys. You can totally watch this in like a week. Yes. It's very digestible. Like it's it is, very doable. It is a little bit of a rough start, but mm-hmm. if you get through the first couple episodes of like exposition. Yeah. There's a lot of world building. I enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah. I think it's great. So we recommend it. Ladies of Nerditude stamp of approval. Um, and next week we're going to be talking about season one and what we hope to see from season two, which mm-hmm. is coming out very soon at the beginning of I June. I believe June 9th. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be, uh, we'll be tuning in yes. to watch the beginning of season two, but come back next week for our review of season one. Okay. Goodbye. Happy Mother's Day. Bye.